0: This is a VowFM special Special broadcast. broadcast. The COVID Report Show, Monday to Thursday, from 6 to 7 p.m. Exclusive Exclusive. to VowFM 88.1. Hear it. Thank you for staying tuned in to the COVID Report here on VowFM 88.1. Today we'll be focusing on mental health and the pandemic COVID-19. And we'll be talking to Dr. Ramnik Alwalia, who is the CEO of Higher Health SA. Mental health is one of the focus areas that Higher Health SA supports. Young adults are considered to be most at risk group for depression. Nearly half of all deaths in the 15 to 25 year age group are due to interpersonal violence, suicides and accidents. Dr. Ramnik Alwalia joins me as my guest on the COVID report this evening. Doctor, good evening, and thank you so much for
1: joining us. It's such a pleasure and such an honor, and and good evening to everyone.
0: Now, I'd like to get straight into it. With the findings that came out um, of the researches that were conducted uh, by the organizations that Higher Health uh, SA works at, where are we as a country in terms of uh, mental health and our capacity to support um, those who
1: suffer? definitely mental health uh, is a massive pandemic not even an epidemic like covid-19 is or hiv is a condition that spreads through the entire world and sometimes um, the institutions of higher learning through the stress that comes at a very young age you know we've got tender age of of students joining from 17 and 18 in universities as young as 15 to 16 in our tvet colleges similarly young people joining our CET colleges or skill-based learning, they're very young. They come from very difficult backgrounds. They come to the sudden environment where they have this um, unbound freedom. Uh, There's a lot of peer-to-peer influence of drugs and alcohol. Um, There's a massive challenge of the academia. Um, There's also that immense pressure of the division, sometimes in inequality between the rich and the poor in the same campus environment. And all this does affect tremendously um, on, on young lives. And I think uh, the situation of mental health um, is, is a reality. I think it's, it's always been considered as one of those tabooed uh, conditions. Uh, affects all of us, every human being in reality. But in most probably where stress, where um, pressures, where uh, unbound challenges are, uh, one experiences um, much bigger symptoms of mental health conditions, and to be very honest, mental health is like any other disease. The unfortunate part is most of the time, a person does not realize that he or she is suffering from a mental health disease, and that makes a disease much more difficult to corner. With now COVID-19 coming, definitely the fear of losing a, 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 a fear of losing academic classes, um, the saving of the academic year, the challenges of how I'm going to adapt to a new style of learning, will be the fear of completion of studies, the fear of of challenges that lies ahead uh, for many, many more South Africans who might be retrenched or job insecurities that will come with this virus. So I think that will all contribute towards a massive upsurge of mental health. And I think um, we as South Africans or everyone around needs to understand that this is a reality and we need to show a very important tool that is called prevention. Uh, We need to educate people. We need to reach out to people to make them understand what this disease is, which is COVID-19, what are the underlying mental health conditions, how one diagnoses its own condition, how does one seek out help, where does one seek out help, and how can one uh, respond to, uh, to, to a holistic uh, epidemic in a much more um, comprehensive way. And I think it applies to our management, it applies to us as higher health, and it applies to, to your listeners and to everyone that this is a real problem. It's a challenge that we all are encountering, everyone is. And now its question is how do we put systems together so that not only people with COVID-19 who we obviously emphasizing absolutely, but the overarching other conditions like mental health that comes along with COVID-19 and many others needs to be also looked comprehensively.
0: This very much reminds me of a conversation we've had previously here on the COVID report. Uh, We covered how people who are um, suffering from any kind of of mental health illness, be it anxiety or depression, can go out and seek the medical help that they need because they are more than entitled to do so. And we had this conversation in the early stages of the lockdown. Tomorrow, in fact, tomorrow morning, uh, that sees us moving from level five down to level four. How would you say the lockdown itself has affected mental health here in this country?
1: Before even I answer mental health, uh, I must say that it has been a very difficult time for the country in general. And I, I must praise the president uh, for and the, uh, and the command center for taking some tough decisions which were required at that moment. Decisions uh, related to COVID-19, and I think South Africa has done well in kind of controlling the epidemic to where it could have gone while we see our sister countries. But definitely, those strict conditions has also imposed massive challenges to our population. Um, Now, if you see lockdown for youth and young people, when you talk to about youth and youngness, it's all about being fragile, small boy, being going out, engaging. Um, Youthfulness means... Uh, moving out, interacting, having fun. And that's what makes you youth. You are energized, you're energetic. But now what we warranted from the youth was against what is youthfulness. And that itself is a challenge because you're asking someone to be restricted for the one who wants to explore. And this is the age to explore. This is what makes them um, young makes them youth, and that's the most difficult thing uh, as much as it sounds easy in my in my easy kind of explanation but in if you internalize it or you try to personalize it, it's a very, very difficult thing and I think that imposed itself a massive amount of mental trauma challenges of of being confined into one room without access to to maybe data, access to people, access to to how to get food, uh, how to find ways and mechanisms to survive in this difficult period, and then the fear, what will happen in the future of of post-lockdown. And I think that has kind of been the cycle of most of us as South Africans. Now, um, it has not been easy, but it was necessary. Youth will play a very central role when it comes to COVID-19. If you look at at COVID-19 in general, you, myself, every listener, if you are HIV positive or if you're not HIV positive, you have, you're elderly or you're young, you're equally prone to get this virus because no human ever had an immunity to this virus. And that's why it's called Novel virus. Novel means none of our human beings ever were exposed to this virus or created an immunity, which means we all do not have any antibodies to this virus. Now, the young people who are going to be equally prone to this virus and are now becoming mobile from lockdown four will move out of their houses, will meet people. The challenge will be is they might become the asymptomatic carriers of this virus. When I say asymptomatic means they might not have a severe infection and they might not have um, an increased uh, severity to the form of infection, but they might be a carrier of this virus moving from one place to the other. And this virus is is kind of a very fast-moving virus. Uh, You touch a surface, you get the virus. You talk to somebody who is very close to you and throw a droplet. And if you are an asymptomatic carrier and you got a virus, you pass it to the other. And that young person can carry the virus to their loved ones at home who are elderly and more prone or living with comorbid conditions. Or to other student peers who might be suffering with other underlying diseases and might face a very severe form of infection. So how do you talk to a young person in this difficult time to say, be responsible? Even though it's lockdown four, how does a young person then eventually follow all the regulations laid down in lockdown four, level four? Because it's not level one yet. We're still in level four, which means the risk to the community spread of the infection in many of these metros is very high. And the virus, a continent like Africa, which is a youth continent, will speak a lot to young people and will demand a lot from young people. And that will automatically impose more and more mental health challenges and other challenges that the youth will encounter through those restrictions. And the aim will be is we need to continuously, through you, through everyone, educate young people about why, where is this virus, release their anxieties around education find more innovative ways which i think the department of higher education training in every university management and tvet management is working to find mechanisms to save the academic year maybe the academic year might be extended by a month or two just to ensure we completed when we started but that should not fear you that's something which is workable between you and the colleges Release your fear by talking to people. Release your anxiety by understanding a disease. Release by your your state of mental mind by exercising. Even if you are at home, exercise for some time. It gives, it releases endorphins, but that makes your mind calm down. So you have to find mechanism. We are hiring 10 more clinical psychologists to add to our fleet so that in every province, we can do online consultations. We can do web-based consultations if needed be. And in, for those when the campuses will open, they will also come on sites. The aim is to find you may, means and measures. We've also partnered with South African Anxiety and Depression Society so that their are toll-free numbers, their online numbers. This is all the mechanisms to find help. But for me, the biggest help you you can find is yourself. Yourself by engaging yourself, educating yourself, knowing about it. And knowing about anything is very critical so that you can be proactively able to take decisions. It's not easy times. And times ahead is not gonna be easy further because the reality is we have to learn to live with this virus. Unfortunately, this virus inevitably is going to stay with us for much longer than we anticipated. How do we remove this virus when we have no antibodies? The only way we can do is if we can develop a vaccine or we develop some kind of a treatment that might save you when you get the virus and you are showing high symptoms. But till then, and that is a bit of a time from now, because science will take its time to understand this virus. It's a new thing for the entire world. So unfortunately, in such difficult times, you have to find a way to say how one survives living with the virus. And not just mental health, clinically, your own health. But most importantly, you must remember, it's through you with your loved ones. Because You might not realize that we might be the cause for the suffering of our loved ones. So we have to be very careful, very responsible and follow word by word of scientific regulations that come up because science is very critical at this stage. And science is something through global data will decide how do we fight this virus. And nothing better than South Africa who has always shown prevention has been our biggest tool to fight any virus. Parallelly like HIV, in HIV, all we had was a tool called prevention, a tool called education. We did it very well as a country. I think we are the ones who should teach the world what is prevention. So colleagues, we have to unite in this difficult time and engage holistically.
0: One more before I let you go. When you look at the way in which the South African government has addressed this particular pandemic, do you think that this gives the South African public any kind of optimism? And if so, to what degree should we be optimistic?
1: To be very honest, uh, um, as a scientist and, and keeping science in mind first, South Africa has done tremendously well. I must applaud the government. We always have issues for one or the other decision. Not every decision will speak to all of us, but what they've done is remarkable compared to what the world could not do. And I think where an appreciation is deserved Needs to be delivered. The big test for them is how do they balance an economic challenge of people who live on daily wages and people who will be every day waiting for a salary versus now the state of living with this virus for longer. Coming with winters, the flu season will start. The virus is shown to spread faster in the winter season. That's a massive Kilimanjaro that we need to now climb again. The test of the government is still further. So far, brilliant. What comes ahead is absolutely more challenging. And I think those decisions will decide the fate of our country's next steps around how will the virus really take over us or we'll be able to take over the virus. So long, we have been able to fight the virus quite quite brilliantly. I really apologize for those who have lost their loved ones. And we have lost people through COVID-19. There are many right now as I speak to you, are carrying the virus, there are many who are recovering from the virus. Um, But the reality is, there are many more who will be infected with this virus. And I think the time of government decisions, us as humans to take responsibility on those decisions, will decide, specifically in winters, when the challenges are going to increase much more than what they were in the past. So I think it's a difficult time Nobody can predict what's coming in next, but time for us is to show solidarity, to be united, follow our regulations, and then for youth, we need responsibility. And if we can get that from you, we have a much biggest chance of defeating this virus.
0: CEO of Higher Health SA, Dr. Ramnik Alwali, covering the effects of not only the lockdown, but our continued fight against this pandemic on mental health in the country. Absolutely eye-opening stuff. Doc, thank you so much for chatting
1: to us. Um, Thank you, Dave, and God bless you. More on the COVID report when we come back.